Today we're going to be talking about who is the Holy Spirit. This is episode four of the Isaiah House podcast. Thanks for joining me. We're looking at who is the Holy Spirit. We say who in this question because the Holy Spirit is a person, not a power. That's the first point I want to make. The Holy Spirit is a person, not a power. Though he is a powerful being, and he has power, and he empowers us, he is not a power. He is a person. He's also not a feeling. Although he does move and convict us, he's not a spirit of Christmas or a spirit of this or that. He is actually a person that has feeling, we have convictions, and he can guide and instruct us, and he can be quenched. The Holy Spirit is part of the Trinity. Now, doctrinally, we know that God is three, each is fully God, and there is only one God. That is, God is three, each is fully God, and there is only one God. If you think about the Trinity, some people say it will destroy your brain, but if you ignore the Trinity, it will destroy your soul. Yes, it is a mystery, but Trinity means three in one, tri, three, like tricycle. It's hard for us to wrap our head around how God can be three in one, yet we are surrounded by Trinities. I mean, you have matter is made out of solid, liquid, and gas. Time is made out of past, present, and future. Dimensions are height, width, and depth. You have the red, green, blue primary colors of light, which together make what we call white light. And if you have a variation, that's how we see colors. The human person is made out of a body, mind, and spirit. You have fire when you mix together heat, fuel, and oxygen. You have three molecules, H2O, that make up water. Protons, neurons, electrons make up atoms. It's building blocks for all substances. We are surrounded, surrounded by trinities and these these three things that come together that have each separate and individual parts, yet are its own thing. I like the dimension and fire examples as my two favorite examples for explaining not only the Holy Spirit or the Trinity, but of God. Fire, because in the Bible we see God coming down from heaven as a consuming fire, or when Elijah calls down fire from heaven and God shows up and shows off and he laps up the rocks and the wood and the fire and puts all of the prophets of Baal to shame. But we can see fire and we know that it has the power to heat and warm, but also has the power to consume. It demands our respect. I like the dimension example because I use Pac-Man as an example to remind myself of how much higher the God's ways are from my ways. Because, you know, Pac-Man lives in a 2D world, up, down, left, right. But as humans, we have dimensions, height, width, and depth. And just like when playing Pac-Man, we have the full picture of all the bad guys and the goodies and the dots that Pac-Man can't see or predict from his limited worldview. I mean, how much more, then, does God, who's the creator of heaven and earth, infinite knowledge and eternal being, how much more does this God know than I? blows my mind to fathom and think about how much further that he works beyond us. We're, we're looking at something and it's hard in our lives and we don't like it. And we say, well, no, this is bad. This is hard. Well, step back and if, if God is leading you, he knows all of those challenges and heartaches and troubles ahead of time. And you have to trust him that he knows the right way. But the Holy Spirit is God. He dwells inside of us. Talk about a miracle. The work that Jesus Christ 
did on the cross was not just to keep our tails out of hell, but it opens this miraculous door. If we surrender to Christ as King and Lord of our lives, it allows us to be purified, not just in the sight of God, like rose-colored glasses, but it actually cleanses us. It purifies us. And then when this pipeline opens between us and God, it allows the Holy Spirit to dwell within us, to comfort us, to guide us, to give us courage to do the will of God, and be the hands and feet of God. I challenge you, are you allowing the Holy Spirit to guide and direct your life? If we have this Almighty God living inside of us, you'd think that it would change the way we live our lives what we prioritize, what we allow into our lives, what we allow out of our mouths, what we allow to fester in our minds. If we, as Christians, want to change the world, we have got to stop trying to do it in our own strength. We can't do it on our own. The greatest hindrance in our church today, in my church, and with me, is all too often we try to do the work of God without the Spirit of God. We can't program our way out of to solution, and although programs are necessary and we, we have to have them to do God's work sometimes, if we do the programs and we can program God right out of the picture, we've walked away from God's plan for our lives and our ministry. God always uses the weak and the poor and the broken to show how great and wonderful and marvelous that God's power is. If we can do it all on our own, then we're not letting God show his glory. Then we are being glorified. I mean, that's robbing from God. Our challenges are bigger than our capabilities. What we face in the world today with Satan and the demons rising against the Christian faith, we can't accomplish his work without him and without his power. A lot of times we like to come up with a contract and we say, all right, God, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And here, sign off on my plan. It's a good plan. But that's not how it's supposed to work. We're supposed to give God a blank piece of paper and let him write the contract, let him write the words down, let him write the agreement with our minds already made up that we will submit to whatever plan he has for us, little by little and one step at a time. We get our text today from John chapter 14. This is a section of scripture where Jesus tells us that he is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes to the Father except through him. In verses 15 through 31, he tells us of the promises that he gives of the Holy Spirit. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world will see me no more. But you will see me. Because I live, you will also live. In that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. Judah said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us, and not the world? Jesus answered him, If anyone loves me, 
he will keep my word, and my father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word that you hear is not mine but the father's who sent me. These things have I spoken to you while I am still with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away, and I will come to you. If you love me, you would have rejoiced, because I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it takes place, so that when it does take place you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming. He has no claim over me, but I do as the Father has commanded me, so that the world may know that I love the Father. Thanks for listening. This has been a segment of Isaiah House Audio Productions based out of Orange, Virginia. We're a Christian podcast about Christian living. We share practical tips for how to walk out your faith in everyday life. Check us out online at www.isaiah.house. Again, that is www.isaiah.house. There you'll find a daily devotional in the form of a blog. Sign up for our email list and even learn how to plug into the ministry.